I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hello, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Welcome back to Oops, the podcast. I'm Francis Julio, how are you? What's up, dude? Good to see you good again, Good to be back man. in the stew. We're feeling good. We're happy. We're over the co, the Rococo. Um, <laughs> we've got that armor. Actually, Julio doesn't. You're you're just a little... I'm a little vulnerable. Vulnerable little uh, boy. little bitch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bubble boy over here. But you guys have that sweet, sweet immunity right now. For, yeah, feeling... Enjoy. I can walk, I'm walking around with my dick out. By the way, uh, in case... I, they don't make this obvious, and they should. If anybody had COVID, and now you're better, you don't need to test to come back to America. Just show that positive test result and a letter from your doctor saying you're good to f- travel. And you won't have to get fucking scalped in whatever country you're in getting a test. Yeah. Really, um, really, you know, important information from TSA Julio over here. Dude, it is. Everybody who's traveling to Iraq right now, uh, (laughs) just know you don't actually have to get tested anymore. Wouldn't apply in Iraq. I don't know how many people are traveling abroad right now, Julio. It wouldn't apply in Iraq because you need to to test to exit, which is Uh, some stupid rule they have. mm. But dude, in Costa Rica, it was so insulting watching them use like a shitty at-home test that Uh I paid $90 for. Oof. Fuck that, dude. I hate to see that. Like, like little bullshit. Ta- like, it's so it's such a racket, and it pisses me off. Yeah, it's a rapid test, right? Yes. Yeah, I'd we like, did that in Jamaica dude, last it's, year. It's complete too. bullshit. I would like to avoid having to pay for one of those ever again. So. Yeah, bet, bet. Stay tuned. Well, you get these uh, these rapid tests here, fourteen bucks. They're actually that's a pretty good tool. I know they're not as accurate as a PCR, but man, those things are uh, solid, baby. Th- solid. Th- that science is pretty pretty impressive. Solid. If you could find them. Yeah, that's we, true. We stocked up. We managed to get. Oh, that's baby. smart. We had like four. We bought four extras. Nice. They only let you buy four at yeah, a time. Only, yes. But we uh, we went two days in a row and got eight. Dude, my boy lives in Switzerland, and the government just sends them like thirty of them in the mail. Oh, Here you go. Nice. He gave a couple to me. The only problem they, there was no English directions on them, unfortunately. <laughs> but I like figured it out. Still, like the French was like read was like readable enough for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, still, dude, like how nice would that be? It okay. would be nice, and and I have to tell you, doing the rapids because we did we did a couple. It, it I remember being like, man, this is science again. <laughs> like this is the this is the closest. I haven't done chemistry since high school. You know, you got to you you swirl the thing, you place it in a little cup holder in the box that they've got there for you. You may as well do it with goggles on. Dude. And I'm following. I mean, like I'm scientist. following these directions as as closely as possible. It's like swirl at least twenty times. I'm counting the swirls. Hilarious. You know, it's it felt good. It felt good to do some science. Hilarious. Some I lab agree. reports. You feel accomplished after doing that. Well, I've got some. I got so much to talk to you about. That's great. Um, Love that. First of all. We'll tell you more in, later in the episode, but the Oops Beans have been oh an absolute God. windfall. Oh, my I God. I mean, if that's not the greatest collaboration partnership thing that any podcast has ever had. I mean, short of like some really sick podcast getting their own pair of like retro Jordans from Nike 
I don't know what I would want <laughs> ahead of our own ho ho fucking ho dude. artisanal oops beans. I guess we might as well do the, the, the ad read right yeah, now. Brooklyn Roasting Company. <laughs> give, give me a tin of those oops beans. Get them over here, dude. This is this is the hottest thing going right now. These this coffee is so good, and the the labels came out so clean. Dude, the, it's it's the coolest thing I think. It's it's the biggest milestone of my career. It's so cool. I really yeah, this custom roast of best quality coffees from East Africa and Indonesia is soft and sweet with mm. luscious berry notes. Sound familiar, Julio? It sure does, dude. Last night, literally, Hillary was telling me how soft I felt. <laughs> yeah, you do feel soft I'm and soft. luscious. I, I, I get, get a taste of those berry notes on your cheek. Um, complimenting rich, roasty chocolate and smoke character. Ooh, don't piss this guy off. You know what I mean? Don't rub me the wrong way. I'm going to come at you with that roasty chocolate and smoke character. Dude, it's, just, it's just perfect you with your like meat smoker. Like It's just the, it's the perfect... I can't believe how much they knocked this out of the fucking Yeah, they really though. crushed it. Shout out so to Jim sick. and Jury and the whole team over at Brooklyn Roasting. We're so pumped about this. Go to brooklynroasting.com. Find yourself some Oops Beans. Use promo code Oops Beans, and you're going to love what you get in the mail not too long after that. Get the Oops Beans today, baby. Fuck yeah. Um, well, anyway, that's out of the way. Didn't sick. even didn't even mean to get into the ad read. Just so excited <laughs> about the, the product. All right. So I, got, I got a story for you. Oh, great. We love stories. So, you know, in the the haze of COVID, I I, I had forgotten this, but it <laughs> happened right before we had co. I had COVID. Uh, we went out to brunch, Sierra and I, to a, a restaurant in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, called Evelina, which is probably the best brunch I've ever had in New York City. Really? Yeah, we've been a couple of times. Man. It's spectacular. Brooklyn really does it well. There aren't that many options. But the the one or two good places are spectacular. Mm. This place, Evelina, it's unbelievable. Now, you go in. We're sitting inside. Uh, there's a long sort of bench, you know, and then tables in front of the bench. And so basically, like, everybody that's sitting along the bench is is close to each other. Got you it. know what I mean? Yes. You, you following what I'm saying? Yeah, here? everyone's sitting with each other. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're sitting uh, on one side of the bench, and then the table next to us gets filled with a group of four. And wait, but so I'm sorry. It's is it one long table though, and you're all sitting on the same long bench? Mm -mm. No, it's oh, not like okay. a barbecue joint. Okay, okay. No, it's um, how do I put it? So imagine a long bench against the wall, right, okay. with tables in front of it. Yes. But then at each table on the other side of the table from the bench is a chair. Okay. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You following what I'm yeah. picking up? What I'm putting down? Perfect. Okay. Okay. So, but the, along the wall is a long bench, though. Yeah, how many fucking times do I'm I have just, to tell I you? I just want There's be a long bench along the wall. I'm sorry. I mean, it's hard to put to keep all the details. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I know. I'm not. It, it is hard to explain. I guess the point is, it's not like booths. There's no separation between tables, other than you know that much space. Yes. So the point is that when this group of four came in and sat down, they were almost uncomfortably close to us. Yeah. You know, one of those classic New York restaurants. Everyone's crammed in. Just a COVID breeding ground. And, uh, but when they came in, I mean, th this group of people was to a T the most kind of Brooklyn group of people I've ever seen. And I know it's a little tired to sort of say that, but they were wearing just preposterous outfits. They had like made them themselves. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> you know, a lot of thrift store stuff, you know, colorful sort of windbreakers, Mm. With beanies and like ratty mustaches on yeah. one of the guys, 
Yeah. Uh, there was a woman who was uh, wearing a French beret, but it was tilted off to the side with a tassel on the top. It was like a half graduation cap, half <laughs> Black Panther, like, you know, get up that she was wearing. Does that make sense? Yes, very much. Now, I don't even know if I should say this. No, I'm not going to say that part. Anyway, just just imagine a woman. That, that's what she was. That's what she was. Now, she ordered the steak and eggs, and it was like the most decadent thing on the menu by far. Big, heavy meal. They're having Bloody Marys, whatever. We're not bothered by these people. It's just a spectacle. I watched, though, as this woman eats a full 90% of her meal. She's down to the last two bites. Down In to the fact, last morsel. To the point where, like, if the waiter had said, are you finished? She most certainly would not have said, could you box, box the rest of that up from right, bring right, home? right. But without consulting her group, the waiter came over and said, are you guys finished? Like, you know, do you want your check or whatever? And she goes, oh, um, there's a hair on my plate and points to this hair. And the waiter takes the plate away and then comes back with the check and was like, we took your your meal off. We took what you ordered off, wow. off the bill. And she was like, thank you. I think that's right. Oh, God. And here is what made my blood curdle. You don't get to eat 90% of the plate and then point out the hair. No, for a variety of reasons. I think if you're going to do the hair maneuver, that needs to be within the first three to five bites. Yeah. And, unless yeah. it's like porridge and you uncover the hair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you, sure. if you sure. uh, archaeologically, <laughs> if you excavate, the if hair. you excavate the hair, then yes, you are entitled at any point. But it, the, I, I, I'm so certain that she did not, that she saw the hair and continued eating, knowing I'm going to get this for free. And I expect to get this. That's for really free. annoying, man. That's crazy. And I could have done more to explain how she looked, but. I didn't want to be too mean, but I, I'm just saying. It surprises me that a person who looks like that is doing things like that, to be honest. But this is the point that I wanted to get to, which is this is a group of people that based entirely on observing them with very limited, you know, knowledge. Right. I'm going to say something very, you know, judgmental and, and probably off base here. But I, I suspect that that is a very like, you know, progressive, kind of woke, uh, I am who I am, how don't you dare tell me what I can and cannot say, yada, 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 a crusader. Hate Jeff Bezos, even though their dad is his lawyer. Furious that (laughs) Elon Musk hosted SNL, like that (laughs) kind of nonsense, whatever it is. Um, You know, and yet I have noticed that those people who profess to be the strongest, staunchest, allies of disenfranchised groups are also incredibly entitled people mm, interesting they're that that in that this vocal watch how much i support other people and like right. look at how individual i am goes hand in hand with i better get my meal for free given that i found a strand of hair i i like 
I don't associate those two things. Like that's why this story is so surprising to me. But like I, you know, case in point, I've seen hair this. Is, the hair is in the pudding. I've seen this play out before, and it, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that people on the internet who you know attack people uh, for the sake of 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 being seen as doing their part, right? Mm. That they think. That the, the, the part of the impetus for that outcry is not to right the world. It's not to rid the world of, of, of bad people or to try to improve the tone. You know, it's it's to be seen as as having taken part. Mm-hmm. It's to get that uh participation trophy of, you know, linking arms and moving the cause forward. And if if that's the case and the motive is is self-serving, then it makes sense that they are also just fundamentally entitled people. I mean, yeah, could be, could be. I haven't really flushed this out. <laughs> it makes sense in my brain. I, 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 I it makes sense as a general concept for sure. I, I don't know how much I I directly relate that theory to the, the hair thing. From just I'm probably extrapolating a lot, and maybe those are different groups. But but listen, if it sparked the thought, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. I could just you could just tell mm. based on this woman's body language and everything about her, especially the fact that you know. Let me tell you something. If I found a hair on my plate and I was going to tell the waiter, uh, I found a hair on my plate, yada yada. At the very least, I would let the group of people that I was dining with know first. <laughs> because I would need their reinforcing. I need would need them to be like, oh, yeah, that's not okay. You got to say something. Hill Dog would break up with me if I, did, if I pulled this move. <laughs> I, I would probably point it out, but I, or, or maybe I, I probably wouldn't point it out. I'd probably start flossing with it. I, I, <laughs> Dude, finding a hair at the end of the meal, it, might, it could just be your hair. Yeah. It could be your hair. But even if I did find the hair and some for some reason I decided I you know maybe it had lice in it or something like I had to <laughs> put it out a microscope I would not I would not be doing it for the sake of getting the thing moved taken off the, the menu right right or taking right. off the bill I mean right, at the very, at, at the move in that situation if the hair really bothers you I got to be honest if I find a hair on my shit I just move it and eat the food yeah like, I don't care about a hair yeah personally but you you do it at the beginning you swap out the dishes for a new one all good you still pay. That's, in my opinion, how that should go if you're skeeved out about the hair. Yeah. You do have the right to send it back, but you should just get a new one. Right. Right? I, I agree. I agree. I, I don't I just don't even know. I mean. Feels fair. What's wrong with a hair? It's just a hair. It's really not that big it's of a not deal. not a big deal. But my point is that she made this move without consulting with her friends, which to me meant that she was so certain and so sure of herself which me means that she does this all the time interesting this looked like a woman who was very experienced at pointing out hairs on her plate right 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 this is a hair spotter yeah yeah i don't know i wish you'd been there i wish you'd been there to i would have been i would have been upset i would have been upset because i I get really bummed out by by shitty people next to me at lunch that's why i no longer go to hillstone most the most toxic environment <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I called it quits for sure. I, I'll, I'll go into that after after this. But okay. what else were you going to say? Well, you know, when she said it, and then they took it off the bill, 
there I remember watching her sort of squirm in delight. It was a validation of her move. And she sort of looked up at the group and, and said something like, okay, that's settled. Jesus, dude. And nobody commented on it. Nobody, nobody was like, you did the right thing or like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that worked out the right way. Nobody mentioned it. Everyone kind of put their heads down. Oh, do you think they were ashamed? Or I awkward? think that they were ashamed. Okay, good. I think that they good. were all ashamed. Good, good, good. It is good, but it, it further Thank puts God her on an ashamed. island of her own entitlement. Right, right. There was no group think here. Right, right, right. She just sucks, period. Bingo. Dude, I, yeah, yeah. It, it drives me crazy and it can ruin my meal seeing some shit like that. Like, I, again, Hillstone, the la- I went, I've gone two times. It's just so close to my apartment. And, you know, Hillary likes the veggie burger. The I like the food as well. The there's, there's good food, undeniably a good menu. The vibe sucks for a variety of reasons, in my opinion. But very specifically, I think I talked about this. I, I saw a guy and his dad going, the dad looked completely normal, like in fucking L.L. Bean vest wearing... Mm timid academic guy love this dad and they're like can we see your vax card and he just goes this is fucking bullshit Whoa. and the kids and the guy the 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 guy's son is like dad and he's like no this is fucking bullshit this is fucking bullshit he just keeps saying it dude and they're like sir sir i feel so bad for the host person here because she's dealing with this every, all the time i go back again there's this lady sitting at the bar being like uh, is our table is our table ready is our table ready? And she's like, ma'am, your reservation's for one o'clock and it's 1235. You're, we're getting to your table as soon as we can. But it's, uh, we're, And then she goes, okay, three minutes later, hello, um, um, our table? And she's like, miss, I just told you. She goes, I know, I'm asking you to do me a favor. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. And then, of course, they see, her and her three sons who are like these wheeling, dealing, they're like on their cell phones. They seem like perfectly nice guys oversharing a bit that I like just, you know, this is our favorite restaurant, like talking as if anybody cares, but they're not scolding their mom. They're just letting her behave that way. Hillary would argue that I would do the same thing, but that's not true. If someone was attacking people, I would not allow them yeah. to just be their shitty selves. Anyway, they end up sitting them next to us. Wow. And Ouch. the woman starts being like, I'll have this soup. Um, last time, it, last time it was cold. Last time you brought it, it was cold. I remember you. And I was like, I'm, and I said to Hillary, I said to Hillary, I was like, I'm never coming here again or I'm going to punch this old lady in the face. But I, I fear that that is a, that is, those are, that's a clientele issue. Is that, Agreed. it's not the restaurant's I, fault. No, I know. But for some reason they've cultivated this toxic vibe yeah. that I'm not interested in participating in. I kind of get that. Done. It oh, Hillstone's dead to me. I'm never going again. It is a little bit of a cockroach trap. Garbage. Of a restaurant. It's they just terrible. bring in the worst. It's you know, a bad crew. It's a terrible vibe. Hillstone, if you're not familiar in New York City, it's kind of like, a, I mean, it's it was it's a, a very, it's an overpriced kind of steakhousey. It's like a Capitol Grill kind of. Yeah, vibe. it's ch- almost That's like a chain. Um, the food, admittedly, is is very good, very good, but there's no kind of there's not a lot of personality. Uh, it, it services like the 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 you know the first and second year investment banker in New York City who just like hasn't learn to look beyond the velvet rope yet and or, ha- or hasn't learned to like change up his style yeah it's a bunch of bros who look exactly the same it, yeah everyone in there thinks that they're cool for being in there and yet 
that not. ship sailed. It's a very not New York ago. vibe in there. Yeah, you feel like you're in some other city. It's I fuck that place too. That place is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just defaming Hillstone. Like they're love it. Well, us. that's what we have the right to do. Because, we do. You know what are they going to do? We do. We do. Sue us. I know. Literally. Oops. The podcast. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. So dude, I just got back from a trip to Costa Rica with my dad. Yeah. Ooh, what, that what a looked wild fantastic. Ride. What a wild I'll ride. I'll say the uh, the Instagram stories of your dad, people were talking about him. They were loving it, dude. People were loving it. It's funny, those. man. I mean, I, I, I realized now that, I don't know, I'm an adult. We didn't kind of do traditional vacations ever. So it's funny, these things that he's doing are things that everybody's done. But to him, they're like these brand new things. It's amazing. And he's so excited about every single animal, every single thing. Like, we actually saw these raccoons eating out of the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> and that pickup truck was there every night. And every time we go by, he goes, all right, raccoon check to see if there were raccoons. <laughs> and we would stop in the middle of the road and watch to see if the raccoons this were there. A, uh, what a great vacation. It was fun, dude. He's shaking monkeys' hands. Yeah. He's like having the best time. It was really funny. But dude, there's something funny about... So he lives like two hours away from JFK, roughly, right? Mm -hmm. And he will ne he's never on time for these kind of flights. When we went to Russia, they were closing the boarding door as he was sprinting. And then was like, I can't believe it. He starts like complaining about something. I'm like, dad, okay. <laughs> the same exact thing happens this time. And again, he's like, can you fucking, I'm like, dad, this is your fault now at this yeah, point. Yeah. Like you, he was trying to find some parking lot that he had paid to park at and he couldn't find it. And it's like, when you're doing a new step in a travel process, you need to give yourself an extra hour for every step. Mm. So he just did, he gave himself enough time for it to go perfectly well. No traffic. He's a cron optimist. <laughs> yes. I've yes. said that before on the pod, right? No, I don't know. Yeah. Have, you, have you? It's you, you allocate enough time as if, you know, to, to match the, the, the timing that you've done it in your best timing ever. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, yes. oh, I've done it one, one time. I did it in 45 yes. minutes. That's how much time it's going to take. Exa that's exactly what he does. He has never once been on time for a New York City activity. <laughs> or a new, even, even like, even a Fairfield County activity. I remember one time we had dinner at one of my ex-girlfriend's house close to the city and they were like super late for that. Like he just can't be on time for this kind of stuff. Mm. So anyway, I'm like stressed out because we're at the boarding gate. He still isn't, I have no idea where he is. He's not responding to my texts because he never sees my texts for some reason. Cause he's a dad. Like, and I'm just sitting there unclear of what the fuck is happening. So it turns out what, well, this is what ended up happening. He couldn't find the parking lot that he had paid to park at. So he ended up panic parking in a Walgreens parking lot in South Ozone Park oh my in Queens. God. Okay. He just threw, the, and, and this is like a strict 12 hour tow policy. <laughs> so he just basically gets his car towed, parks it flat. And then he starts bitching to me about, and like blaming everybody else. I'm like, dad, like this, this is your fault, but whatever, like we're going to forget it. But then he's on the phone. He's calling Walgreens 
trying to like, <laughs> he's like, listen, I'll slip you a hundred bucks. Can you just make sure my car's okay? Like screaming <laughs> and talking on the phone. I'm just like, so I'm just like, this is so stressful. Like whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. I do a poll on my Instagram story. That's like, what are the ice is car going to get towed? It was like 90% that it would. Yeah. Yeah. So we get back and I'm like, we're both kind of like, I mean, the car is towed. Yeah. But whatever. So we get in the Uber and we get to the Walgreens parking lot. The fucking car is still there. Six days later. No tickets, nothing. No tickets, no boot, nothing. (laughs) And he said into this, he's like, and he said something into my phone. It was very funny. He's like, never bet against Big G. (laughs) 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 I'm going to try to do a story highlight for when this episode comes out of this. So you guys can check it out. Because it was was pretty funny. That's such a win. Yeah, dude. Wow. pretty, Pretty, pretty fucking solid. Very impressive. A lot of good stuff, dude. And he's just like that guy at the spot. Like the place we stayed, it was like resort style, but it was not a resort at all. Like it just wasn't. Like there was a pool, you get to the beach, just not a resort. But he gets to the point where he's talking to all the employees. When we're leaving, he's telling them he he loves them. He's like, I love you. (laughs) Everybody, but that's, this is what, these are good people for the world. It's good. I agree. You know, I'm not even shitting on it. I'm like, this is great. No, I'm with you. Uh, You know, watching your dad be sort of just enchanted by the <laughs> the things on this vacation, I think would make me, if I were with him, r- sort of see them new for the first time myself. Right. right A lot right, of the right. things that I'm used to seeing like, Oh, b- birds again, you know, but him getting up from the dining dining table and having to go take a picture over the shoulders. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. And then I'd <laughs> be like, Oh yeah, that is really cool that there's a bird or on the on the friggin you know banister of the restaurant like that is cool would i take a picture maybe not but at least it's cooler now that i realize how my dad cool my dad thinks it is you know i did a hundred percent it it almost had a little bit of like a buddy the elf kind of vibe (laughs) like everything he sees like revolving doors like i gotta take this around 10 times like you know just everything is new. Everything's 100%. fresh. He's been, you know, living underground for a while, and <laughs> everything he's interacting with has just got this this beautiful kind of new, I don't know totally. new innocence to it. And you can't get mad at him for that reason. No. So, like for example, like these people, we go on some like tour thing, right? And where we're like a bunch of people are with you, and like it was fun, but you know what I mean. Like, and he and he loves that. You know, I feel like most people in our age or like all right we kind of want to go on our own by our own schedule we'd prefer to do this by ourselves he prefers being with a group mm. he likes meeting everybody <laughs> yeah you know but anyway these two people get in the car they're like and they're talking to the driver they're like hola like whatever and and not not, not even like that just like hola and then they start talking and he goes are you guys australian and they're like no we're british and just like that's offensive you know what i mean <laughs> wait why why because it's like he thought that they like like if you're not a thing and someone thinks you are, that's like that's offensive, is it not? <laughs> yeah, but I think that Australians and British people get confused for each other so often, and you know, it, it's it's such a similar kind of country. I guess you're giving him the benefit of the doubt. I, re- I respect that. Yeah, he did I, whatever. But dude, then like for example, he he wanted to go horseback riding on the beach, right? And I was like. I was like, I'm not doing that, but I'll come, obviously. So we get there, and the horse is nowhere to be found. So they're like, do you want to do zip lining instead? And we're like, okay, sure. We hadn't planned to zip line, but we're like, we might as well do it. So then we're zip lining. You know, it was fun, whatever. But there was this heavy set guy in the group, and 
and you know, and I I would say that this guy was the biggest guy in the group, and then maybe my dad was probably the side. My dad's not like like oh super overweight, but he's a bigger guy, whatever. So he kept going up to this guy and being like, "Oh, they're testing the cables with us, huh, buddy?" And like he just kept saying it, and I was like, "Dad, I was like, what makes you think this guy wants to fraternize yeah, about this? Like yeah. maybe?" And it was unclear if the guy thought it was funny or not, but I was just kind of like bracing myself hoping for the best and that that other guy is probably a lot heavier than your dad yes the other okay guy so then i yeah i i get that like just stressful dude. that's a joke that that guy well if you're if that guy made the joke to your dad then your dad might be like well i'm not in your league buddy <laughs> i'm trying to think if like who it's offensive to you i know, know what I, mean? I know dude totally because something by the way something similar happened last night uh i went to a sports bar with uh with some good friends of ours to watch the football game. Um, and the guy who, you know, our, our server or the guy who the host um, was this really cool dude. And I was wearing some of my favorite air Jordans, uh, the shattered backboards. They're pretty sweet. And he was wearing a newer iteration of that shoe. Um, but I'm going to toot my own horn here for a second. Uh, you know, I used to have a pretty good sneaker hookup. Love where it. I would get all these really cool sneakers, uh, you know, for retail, and uh, and basically they, you know, I'd have a really good sneaker collection, and the shoes that he had, the newer version, were much easier to get. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like they they made they yeah, were they much do a wider release, yeah. whatever. They re-released. It's like yeah. the Yeezys yeah. when they or the Yeezys when they like do the one that everybody can get. Yeah. yeah. So so mine, if you know sneakers, and the fact that he was wearing these sneakers at all means that he probably does. If you knew sneakers, you would know that mine, even though they look very similar, uh, are much more, you know, they're the Charizard to his Charmander. Right, right, right. And, uh, <laughs> Solid Pokemon yeah. reference. And, uh, and yet I, being the gregarious sort of wanting to connect with people mood that I was in, I went, hey, did you notice that we're wearing pretty similar sh shoes? Oh, nice. So this guy, yeah. and he was like, I did notice that. Pretty cool. And we kind of laughed about it. And then he walked away, and I was like, well, that went well. You know, and I'm yeah. just being an idiot. Like, No, whatever. that's nice. What do you mean? But my buddy, who's sitting next to me, was like, that did not go well. He was like, that's just you pointing out that you have the better version of his shoes. I disagree with your friend. I Adam agree with you. I, I didn't with think that I was big dicking him with mine, you know? No, not not at all. If you were like, oh man, we have the same ones. Like, you relate to the party on these. You know, I, I got these retail, so I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, I didn't you know say I, mean? I didn't say we have the same ones. I did. I said like, did you notice? Like, do you notice that we're wearing similar shoes? And I wasn't doing it. The only reason it's I said it bad. is because I never wear these shoes. Yeah. So the odds that on the night that I'm wearing them, that our host is wearing like a, you know, I mean they. To to a to a lay person, a non sneaker person, the difference between these two shoes is like one tiny panel of color. On his, it's like black, and on mine, it's white. Right. Uh, but Very having subtle. said that, like if I'm wearing the shoes that I'm wearing, I clearly know. Right, and he may not have even known. I think he would. Okay, know. say he knew. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. I doesn't was matter. just trying to bond with somebody, and you were. It yeah. was not a big. It was not a big dick swinging competition. It would have been if you if it was like you were driving a Rolls Royce and he was driving a new car and you're like, huh, we both have nice new cars. Like if there's an obvious massive difference between the two things, it's different. 
That I dude, that in no way was insulting in my opinion. I agree. And in relating it to what your dad did, you know, I the the question then becomes like is your dad overweight enough for that guy to be like, yeah, you deserve to be part of you know you you deserve I to make think, jokes yeah. about being overweight with me. I don't think, and so this is what I think, and whatever it it was, it went fine. People give him the benefit of the doubt, like you said, because he's this friendly guy. But I think that if when it's a thing that people are generally insecure about, there's no, not you shouldn't assume that you can yeah, fraternize no about it. Yeah, just because fraternizing is the way that you deal with it doesn't mean that it's the way that they deal with it. Right? Maybe that guy feels insecure being the big guy going down the fucking zip line. Yeah, you know what I mean. Agreed. Agreed. But whatever. Guys, going into 2022, if you do not have life insurance, we recommend grabbing some. Yeah, we do. You know, especially if there's anybody in your life who's financially dependent on you, it's a very important thing to have. Um, we work with a great company called Policy Genius, uh, who is not an insurance company. They're a broker working to help insurance shoppers understand their options, compare quotes, buy a policy all in one place. And life insurance give you peace of mind uh, that if something happens to you, your loved ones would have a financial cushion to pay for things like rent, mortgage payments, loans, education costs, and everyday expenses. Head to policygenius.com and answer a few questions about yourself. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Their licensed experts will help you understand your options and apply for a policy. The Policy Genius team works for you, not the insurance companies. You can trust them to offer unbiased help and advocate for you at every step until you're covered. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Go check it out. But there was, dude, there was a lot of fun, warm weather firsts that happened on this trip for him. Uh, and I, I've done a couple warm, warmer trips, so I'm not trying to... Act. So in a way, it felt like our roles were reversed almost. I almost felt like I was the dad. And I wasn't, but like, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. had done a lot of these activities... <laughs> So I'm like, whatever you want to do, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> whatever you want to do, buddy. Uh, so whatever. So he starts snorkeling and we're kind of in a snorkel area that didn't have great visibility. And I think he was, there was a little bit of a learning curve for him. He's never worn flippers mm -hmm. and he elected to sort of wear a life vest. So it was, it was, uh, he was having trouble kind of deciding how to be and he, he, he had done some research. He's like, I've researched that you put your arms at your sides and you just flip. And I was like, okay, great. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think that, you know, it's one of those things maybe you just figured out. So I don't know if that he had as good of a time as he could have. We never reached the like good visibility area. And then mm -hmm. he started to get a little bit of a hang for it, but it was, you know, it was, it was cute to watch him enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, so, th so there's some good, some positives that I, I gained from the trips and then some negatives the positives were he made me like group activities more. That's good. There's that moment in the morning when everyone gets picked up, everyone's a little awkward. And then by the end of the day, everybody's pals. And there is something nice about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. And it was even funny, dude. They were all British people. There was like six or seven other people in us. Oh, and he'd be lagging behind the group and they'd make the most British comments about it. They'd be like, looks like your dad's made some new friends. <laughs> 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 and this might be when he was like staring at a tree even, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. But then there were also these funny moments that gave me PTSD from my childhood of like things that like, that, that in, in no, I'm in no way upset about them still as an adult, but as a kid, things that made me uh, uncomfortable. One of them, my dad wears this thing that he calls a borsello. It's like a purse. It's basically a purse. The translation of borsello is purse. 
and he okay. calls it a borsella. And everybody does. And my mom would be like, that fucking Borsello. <laughs> everybody hates it. And she would, like, he had one that was falling apart when we were a kid and his shit would be falling out of it. So, like, we'd buy him a new one, but then he'd keep wearing the old one. But anyway, he brought one with him and he just had this little purse on him the whole time and it was giving me this, like, Borsello PTSD. Uh-huh. The other thing that he always used to do when we were kids, he would buy one large soda and then he would get a small cup and he would pour the large soda into the small soda cups perhaps like a, a money saving technique yeah, or something. Yeah. And he like attempted to do that a couple of times. And I was like, dad, I'm not drinking soda. You keep the soda. <laughs> I'm good on the soda. And it started just like giving me PTSD back. But dude, all, all in all, wonderful trip, all good things. Um, we initially were going to share a room. He's like, mm. all right. He's like, listen, he's like, I, I'll take care of everything. He's like, we'll share a room, like whatever. And I was like, I don't really want to share a room. He's like, no, no. He's like, I've lost weight. My, I don't snore as much anymore. He's like, don't even worry. I was like, well, did you bring your your like breathing machine thing? And he's like, no, but like, don't worry. And I text my mom and I'm like, how's dad snoring? She's like, it's terrible. <laughs> so I immediately got myself my own room. Yeah. Is that, an, is that offensive? No, okay, not okay. at I wasn't, all. No, you guys all kind of look, look I, as uh, if. I, I think, you know, I'm at the point now where I would, I, it's, it, you really need your own room. You need your own room as an adult. Yeah. You need your own room as an adult. So I, I sprang, sprung for my own room, and I think it was great. We had a wonderful time, good bonding. I, you know, if you still have your parents, I, I, you know, I recommend it for sure. Make time for it. It's something worth prioritizing. Um, really nice to spend time with them. We had a really nice time, mm. and it was fun and funny. And- we're, all, we're all always going to be embarrassed by our parents, but I find that the older I get, the more I not only accept the things that my dad does that used to be, you know, so embarrassing to me, I actually find myself doing them myself. <laughs> Interesting. And it may be that he was just right all along. Totally. Because I always thought that when he would tell these really lame jokes or these bits that he just kept driving into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these bits that he'd use over and over again. I always thought that the people he was telling them to were just laughing out of, you know, to be courteous. But it's either that or not telling the jokes at all. And it's it's not it's not that he's trying to get some affirmation as a funny man. I think it's more that he you know, wants to just lighten the mood with everybody. And he's, totally, totally. he's too lazy to come up with new material. I, dude, I in no way am insulted. I fully let my dad rock and roll. I think most... I don't try to correct him. Yeah, most dads are some version of that hack comedian who's been in the game too long, <laughs> found the set that worked kind of once upon a time yeah. and never <laughs> strayed from the nest. That's funny. Yeah. Um, no, dude, I'm, I'm in no way... Like anytime my dad is being overly dadly, I don't I don't intervene. He has earned the right to behave however he wants. I am no one to tell him not to behave that way. He's my father. I respect him. And if he wants to go trailblaze and be controversial or whatever, he's, go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not involved. Mm-hmm. You can do this. This is no reflection on me. Good luck. If you need me, I'm here. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I fully let him rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't That's know. That's good. It was a great time. Dude, so... This is another funny thing. He kept saying how he he really wanted to eat authentic Costa Rican food. He's like, I want authentic Costa Rican food. I'd show him a menu. He'd go, eh. 
He goes, I want authentic Costa Rican food. And I was like, okay. Then like the first meal we have, we sit down at this meal and he orders like chicken fajitas, which are not an authentic <laughs> Costa Rican meal. Then they arrive and he looks at them. He goes, can I like get some cheese on this? And, like He just starts like <laughs> trying to completely change the recipe. I'm like, dude, you're gringifying this meal uh, that, that you're, that isn't even authentic Costa Rican food. Like careful what you wish for, dude. What is the story with Costa Rica? Is it just a completely sovereign country? Yeah. Because sovereign country, uh, dude, it's a very, very visiting friendly place. It is. It's a, there are cheap flights. It's easy to get to. You can roam the country freely and never have to worry. Rent a car, drive wherever you want. Much safer than Mexico or Jamaica. Like you can leave the resort on your own dime, on, on your own dime, on your own time and wander around and get lost and be completely fine and never have to worry. It's cheap. There's literally a catchphrase built in to the country's identity that must have been so profitable. Pura Vida. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, yeah. That is like the Costa Rica thing they say. Like, it is designed to visit for any and all people. There's something for everybody. There's stuff for kids. There's stuff for adults, adventure-seeking adults, relaxation-seeking adults, health-seeking adults, great mm. beach, sunny every day. It's a great place to visit uh, for anybody. Yeah. That is, I think that's a good... That's cool. Assessment. That is cool. Um, but dude, loved chilling with my dad. Um, yeah. I hope was I did I just was I too critical just now? No. I was just busting his balls a little bit. No, dude. it's fine. He's, he can take it. If I know Big G as well as I think I do, dude, it, it's just it's really fun to hang out with him because he really enjoys shit. Yeah. Like we'll be on a beach where there's nowhere to even sit, and it's like volcanic sand. So if you sit in it, you're gonna be like covered in black soot mm. and there's no chairs and you can only sit on a rock that has roots on it and there's no one else on the beach and he'll be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. You know what I mean? He <laughs> yeah. would, he, he, and I agree with that, but I would, he would never complain, always sees the bright side of the situation and like truly was blown away by every single moment of it and it was a really nice energy to be around. That's great. And I hope to travel with him again. That's a great travel companion. Yeah. You guys should do more father-son trips. I think that could be the next, it could have to be the next video series. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to end up really making it more expensive because I think I might have to actually, like the camera guy arrangement that we've had is that like I just pay for the trip. Yeah. Uh, but I think that I might have to additionally pay the guy if my dad's coming <laughs> yeah. because it might be too much to handle. Interesting. Might be, he might be too much of a handful. Very cool. Well, <clears throat> all right. This is something that I found absolutely hysterical. Okay. Do you know that there is a Santa shortage? <laughs> Are you serious? They, malls and, you know, stores, department stores, are having a hard time finding Santas to be Santa. That's crazy. Do you know why? Yeah, why? Because the type of person who will make for a good Santa is, is <laughs> they're all unvaccinated. <laughs> the guy who plays Santa <laughs> refuses to get vaccines at a much higher rate than... 
anyone else. <laughs> and doesn't that make perfect sense? <laughs> like picture the guy who like would be Santa Claus. That guy's not getting the vaccine. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. So they can't find vaccinated Santas. That is and so they can't hire them because all these stores have like vaccine policies. Oh my god. And so they can't so there's no there's no Santas for oh kids. My, to what do you want for Christmas, Jimmy? Well it's not gonna be COVID because it's all a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. Uh, oh. Ivermectin. Uh, oh my god, dude. Yeah. That is so funny. I thought that was so funny. That is so why oh man. <laughs> Holly Jolly Santa and the anti vaxxer. Yeah. I made I it this far. Someone told me that, you know, I, I hope it's true. I have no idea if it's actually true or not. If even if it's not true, <laughs> I'm gonna choose to believe that it's true. <laughs> I'm definitely going to choose to believe it's true. Oh, my God, dude. There just must be so many good. That's fucking insane and hilarious. Yeah. What um, do you, um, when you're, when you're out with uh, some people and um, two of the people you're with, if it's a couple, let's say, start arguing with each other, mm -hmm. what do you do? I know that you don't like this. I know you. What's uh, the proper response? Is it to just turn to the other people and start up a distraction conversation you can I, I don't think you need to get uncomfortable about it i'm not really uncomfortable fortunately like and also it depends what the fight is it depends how serious the fight is it depends how low the blows are if it starts to get super personal then it's impossible to not be awkward i accidentally ruined my friend's birthday dinner once by fighting with my girlfriend at the time during the birthday dinner and i remember like blacking out the fact that there was a bunch of people around and then like Pausing and looking at the table of 10 people who were all like sitting in silence. I had ruined their night. Wow. It was a terrible feeling. That is, that is, that's tough. And my friend's been a really good sport about it. I, I appreciate, dude, I appreciate you, Teddy, for being cool about that. Cause it, well, I was a dick move of me and I didn't mean to do it. And I'm sorry. How long ago was this? This is probably six years ago. Okay, it wasn't five, Hill Dog. No, yeah. no, no. Pre Hill Dog, four, probably four or five years ago. Um, that is a very non-Julio. That's an out-of-character story for you. I agree. I agree. And Dude, it must she was speak really, to the toxicity of that. Relationship. She was really, and she's a really antagonistic uh, person who like is a big gaslighter too. Like she, she really, oh. and she loves it. Got hate in your heart. Let it out. No, no. She just she's the type of person who brings the worst out of you. I Even, love that. She's she, listen. She's perfectly fine in a non-relationship capacity. Let the hate wash over you, Skywalker. <laughs> So in that situation, I owe everybody an apology. And I know that. If I don't apologize, <laughs> I suck. But I think that at some point you got to tap out and swivel to the right and talk to the other members, like you said. Is that what you do? That's, that is funny. When the people who are having a fight don't even end it and all of a sudden turn and they're like, what do you think of your pineapple no, salsa? No, 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 no. I mean, if I'm not fighting, I mean, if I'm like, an it's delicious. And in no way have I been paying attention to everything you no. and your <laughs> boyfriend were saying to each other. I mean, if I'm not in the fight, if I'm not in the fight, but, I, but the, 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 the things that you start, the, <laughs> the conversations you try to have as a way of being polite <laughs> to the fighting couple are so comedically stupid. Agreed. Nobody's it's nice like, out, huh? Nobody's, yeah, nobody's ever <laughs> like, what do you think of uh, election fraud? <laughs> like, nobody's, nobody's trying to get work done in their yeah. conversation. At, you know, it's, it's the smokescreen conversation. You can't even process real thoughts either. So you just revert to like really basic small talk and it's yeah. comical. Yeah, I think what you need to do is be like, guys, can you like go outside? At some point, you, you give them a little bit of, of leeway 
But then at some point you have to intervene and be like, guys, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Especially do you not worry? A, do you group. not worry that they're they're gonna they're they're going to then turn their ire against you? If they do, they're worked up. I know, but if they do, they're they're like wrong, you know. But I, again, I guess it just depends. You like, just get caught in the crossfire. If, if it's worth it, yeah, getting caught in the crossfire sucks. But like, they should know better and like take it outside. If it's just like two, if there's only four total people and two of them are fighting, mm-hmm. it's harder to do that. If you have power in numbers, you can be like, guys, step outside. But if it's just like a couple's dinner and they're fighting, they should know better. Right? Mm. Yeah. No, I listen. Here's the thing, right? I I think that I have probably been one of the fighters before, but it was probably when I was much younger. Uh, and it was probably like I was talking back to one of my parents. And I was just an angsty right, kid or right, whatever. Right, and I right. you don't you don't know the consequences of doing you know what i mean like you're not aware that you're the the total asshole yeah in that situation um and now i don't do that right right i would not do that um but i do think it's very funny to be to watch what the other people do how totally. do their squirms totally manifest totally totally you know because you don't want to it's so funny how we all our instinct the, what we all want to do is we want to get up and leave yeah but doing that that's the last thing we would do yeah like getting up to go to the bathroom is as if you're shining a light and saying i'm too uncomfortable with what's happening and so instead we just marinate in the proximity of the fight right and and then come up with these bullshit you know sort of commercial break conversations <laughs> you know what i mean yeah totally totally yeah just to try to like keep things civil yeah but we should give them privacy or they should give us privacy i they think should, that's yeah, right agreed yeah they should give us privacy yeah too funny 100 percent. awesome well that's a good uh that's a good place there we've had a good time with you guys today on oops the podcast a nice short episode as we Head towards the new year, uh, this dead zone. It's been said many times before. But Enjoy nobody, the limbo between yeah, nobody Christmas knows, and New Year. And that's a perfect time to just drink a ton. And uh, <laughs> we hope you are well and safe and enjoying your your end of 2021. We are Oops the Podcast. We love you for being with us. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys.